You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Castle After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Castle After Show. Hello, everyone, and happy Thanksgiving to everyone. That's later on this week. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving! Yeah, yay! It's Castle, season six, episode ten: the good, the bad, and the baby. I'm not Paige. She left us this week. She abandoned us like How an dare abandoned she? baby in a church. Oh my god, that's good. what she did I like to us, that right? Tie-in. Yeah, that's that good. Tie-in. That was good. Yeah, I'm good. I'm <laughs> Tiana Hobson, and joining me tonight. Hi, guys. I'm Kate Aquilano. And we should get into this episode because it was really good. It was good. Ten episodes in and they're still, you know, making me guess. They're making us guess. I'm like, I I don't even know if I've guessed one killer correctly this whole season. Like, I've had like, oh, it could be him, but I'm I'm torn. Like, they're doing a really, really good job. Really good job of keeping things... On the ledge. So we we open the show with this man coming into a church. He's been shot. We find out his name is Cameron Duquesne. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I almost said Duncan, but that's not how Duquesne. that is. Duquesne. Um, and he's been shot, and he's walking down this church aisle, and just as he makes his last step and lunge, he hands a baby, baby to, the priest. to the priest. And everyone's just kind of staring at each other like, what just happened? I and mean, then collapse. Collapses and dies. The priest is just standing there. You know, he's just trying to sing his little song. It's 630 Mass. And and, and now he has a baby And now in he has arms. a baby. And we Congrats. don't know who, who the parents are. We don't know anything. We don't know anything. But we are able to track down his wife. His wife comes into the precinct and gives us a bit of information. He um, is a driver for a car service. Yep. Um, they don't have a baby. They were only married for two years, so they're yeah. not ready for a baby um, whatsoever. And the only weird thing that he's been doing lately is he went out and bought a bunch of home security um, devices. Alarms, got alarms new, locks. new locks. Yeah, when they when the wife came in, I was a little like, oh, she's not very sad. And I'm like, what What does this mean? But it really wasn't anything. She was probably still in shock. Yes. Um, but it was interesting that, like, why is he adding this extra security to the house? What's going on in his life that would have led to kind of this whole ordeal? Yes. So we have to figure out, A, whose baby this is, yes. which we'll get into the whole baby storyline in a little bit. It was amazing. It was amazing. And I <laughs> want to take time to actually talk about that. Um, but... So we go visit his boss, whose name was oh god that's, Roman. I, think. I didn't even catch that. I caught it at the. It, you know, when we've talked about this the last three minutes of the episode, it's like rap, 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 and the name was thrown in that three minutes. Yeah, it so was. So bravo for catching that's that. What I, that's what I wrote it down. <laughs> um, and he says, you know, he was a good worker, his best driver. He was very reliable. Very reliable. Um, couple couple of days ago or weeks ago, yeah, a guy came in. And they got into an argument, so apparently he doesn't really know what they were arguing about, but apparently he knew him, and one big clue that they give, was it Beckett or Espo that was there? Um, it was Beckett. It was Beckett, that they had, the visitor had a huge wolf tattoo 
on his arm. And that he... Did they overhear that he just got out of jail as well? So that they can use the jail tattoo database. It exists, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Learn something new. Uh, to track down this guy based on the tattoo. Based on the tattoo. We find him. His name is Jimmy Wolfinski. Hence the wolf tattoo. Hence the wolf tattoo. Ah, oh, clever little Jimmy. I mean, um, and Perfect. We find out that Cameron fits the description of the guy who should have been his getaway driver in a robbery from seven years ago. So that's why Jimmy was in jail. He was convicted of robbing a bank. And at the time, they only had a sketch of Jimmy's accomplice. And so when they put that up to Cam's picture, it's a match. Jimmy had never ratted him out, never said he had a partner. But then Beckett brings out the picture of dead Cameron, and he's like, Cam's dead? And they're like, so you know him. Yeah, that was so, so funny. So you can't put up this whole front of, no, I don't, I don't know, know that him. guy. I don't know that guy. I don't have a guy. partner. No. And then all of a sudden be like, oh, he's dead? But it made you believe that he's probably not involved because it seemed very genuine. And because he's the first one in. And it's never the first. Well, it's not never the first one, but it's rarely the first one that they bring in because right. they want to throw early, It's too. too early. They can't. You can't have figured it out Mm-mm. all out that soon. Exactly. There are the times when, you know, they call someone in and then let them go. And then we come back and find out that it was that person. But, right. the, you know, like the spouse or someone. They do a little flip flop. Do a little flip flop. So they do try to get you there. Right. Um, we also find out from Lainey that um, there's nitrocelluloid. Something, something like, that. like that. Stuff that's highly flammable. Yes. Um, and that the victim Under had to. The nails. Yeah. And that. um Cameron had to have been shot somewhere nearby because he only had five minutes before he would have bled out. out, So so, he couldn't have driven from too far away. So they have to start, you know, canvassing the area to try and find um, anyone familiar. (laughs) I love this scene because so Ryan and Espo are kind of just like trying to figure out, like just walking around, trying Mm -hmm. to see any clues. And then uh, Ryan is like obsessed with the lottery. (laughs) Apparently it's like 250 million. Which I don't blame him because I I I mean. Why not try to increase your odds by but winning But he's a little obsessed with it. He's buying a lot of tickets. So he sees, uh, like, a, what is corner, the corner market. market and goes in and is like, oh, I need to buy another ticket. And he's busy in the in the market getting the ticket. And Espo spots Jimmy Wolfinski, Wolfinski on the street and, like, has to chase him down with no help of Ryan no, whatsoever. And it's all happening. Like, they run past the store door and Ryan's just at the cash register. Like, picking out his ticket. numbers. He's like, 10, 32. <laughs> and then you just see Espo, like, chasing the guy. And then I love that he comes out and just goes, see, I told you. It good was luck. This place was good luck. Exactly. Like, oh, I love their relationship. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. Um. So we find out from Jimmy when they finally get him in question yeah. and stuff that all he was doing was asking Cameron to put in a good word for him yeah. with his boss because he needed a job and he was trying to flip his life over just like just Cameron like had. Cameron did. You know, Cameron was doing the right thing with his life. He was on the right track. So that's all he wanted was someone to give him a break. But Cameron was being kind of shady towards yeah. him. Like He I didn't want to help him out, apparently. Uh, so that kind of goes a little cold. We don't really get that much more out of Jimmy. But then they have a new idea to track GPS. And so Cameron was a driver for like a limo service and then, oh, let's see where he's been. Yeah. And apparently he was driving from this Colfax building to a certain spot, just taking various routes. So in the past, you know, he was a getaway driver seven years ago. And so they're like, maybe he's getting back in the game. He's like planning his escape routes. But, you know, if someone tracked my driving 
record. I would drive to the exact I, same places. I do drive to the exact same places, mostly after Buzz TV in here. In home, I mean. Because yeah. here is after Buzz TV, which I mean, <laughs> I might as well live here too. Um, but no, so I go from here to home all the time. And every time I do it, because I watch so many shows like this in my back of my mind, I'm like, just to make sure that, you know, no one's waiting for me on a corner, I'm going to take a different you street. You take this, different but routes? I, but I only have like three different routes that I take. Oh, so I don't think like, I know. Like, they could. They totally know if they were to follow my GPS, it'd be the same exact oh, thing. Oh, it's only predictable. It's only varied by like one street turn. Hey, you know? <laughs> so whatever works. Left here, drive down the street a little further and turn left at the next street. All right, but you know, just saying that there are people who watch these shows and then think that people are following them. Me, um, I know. you get. You're like, wait, what would happen to in, in a castle episode right now? <laughs> it's not a good situation. It's never a good situation, but. Shows like this keep me on my toes because I yeah. am constantly thinking, what if I were to die? Like, I have to do something to Someone's help the police. Someone's going to jump around the corner. Out, yeah. Like, I don't know. I have it's to scary. do something. So he's going to this Colfax building. So, of course, they have to go look at the security footage. Right. The head of security there, whose name we found out was Walter Dennis. Walter Dennis. Was kind of shady. We both had a bad feeling I about him. I was like, he's involved. Kate was like, mm-hmm. um, he's being he's a little cold. A little, yep. And when a head of security says that they found no footage or any signs of a break-in break in. anywhere, you automatically Nothing. know that they're covering something. Right. I thought Nothing's that- stolen. Everything's, like, up to date in their security system. Mm-hmm. Nothing's been breached. So I was like, how, how can that be? Yeah, I was like, we have video, surveillance video of these guys coming into the... He's like, well, I don't know how Maybe they went happen. to the parking garage and then, like, couldn't get through, so then they left. That was his reasoning. Yeah. I'm so like, where's oh. the video footage from that? Because you said you have cameras everywhere and your security footage is I'm so on great. to you, Walter Dennis. Okay? Yeah. We're on to you. You don't scare us at all. No. Um... So after they talk to Walter, um, they get the security footage and they see that, you know, they can't find anything there. Um, and then we find out that um, Cameron was on the verge of losing his house. Yep. So he was in financial trouble. And they found um, the apartment, Esposito and Ryan, mm-hmm. walking around the neighborhood. Yep. They find a bullet hole. Um, in like in a, a news, mail news newspaper thing. bin or something, and then they look up because uh, Cameron was shot in his car, and the bullets were from above. They look up where the bullet hole is, and there's a broken window. They go up there. It's kind of like a building under construction, yeah. but they find evidence of a fire because the chemicals found under Cam's nails were flammable. So a fire, and then they find a diaper. So it brings us back to the baby. Like, the baby was there. The baby was there. So we're getting closer. We find blood on the wall Walsh. that we don't know yeah. whose blood it is. Mm-hmm. So it's very scary because at this point I'm thinking that the baby's parents or are dead. Or, yeah, like, well, because no one's even coming for Yeah, no one's said saying, anything. Like, I'm, there's a missing baby. So, like, if that's not happening, you kind of, your mind kind of goes there. Yes. Um, so then we find, um, Beckett has the great idea that, you know, after babysitting baby for a night, they had so much trash. Hey, if they cleaned out this apartment, because the apartment was spotless, there was no fingerprints, it had been wiped down completely. They know that the blood belonged to someone related to the baby, but still there's no way to tell whose baby, who it was. Um, So they end up going dumpster diving (laughs) to look for baby trash. I know that, I love that they're in these, like, Amazing outfit. I know, they're so cute. And they're dumpster diving. And they're dumpster diving. And it's it's fine. the grossest thing ever. No worries. Um, but they are able to find, Ryan finds um, a trash bag with a wine 
um, preserver preserver kit, and then ping pong balls. And a receipt. Which is time-stamped. So then they can go back, they go back and see that footage, but whoever it was was very good at avoiding the camera. They knew that camera was there because he put up, purposely kept his shoulders blocking the camera, never looked. Did we ever find out who that was on the footage, though? No. So I wonder, like, once we get to the end, like, which one of those guys... It was on right. the footage. Hmm. One I just of the, thought about one that. One of the posse. One of the guys. Um, so then this is the point where everything starts coming to a very fast conclusion like Castle loves to give us. Yep. Castle... Well, Ryan is excited because the lottery lo- numbers are about to be... He, like, turns the TV <laughs> yeah, like, volume up. quiet, quiet. He no. starts h- handing out his tickets so everyone can watch his numbers for him because he has, like, 50... Yeah, so this is when Castle finally puts it together because they found a lottery ticket mm-hmm. on their victim. Um, and so he's like, wait a minute, this is what we're missing. Grabs the ticket and starts reading out the numbers yep. before they happen. Well, and when they found the ping pong balls, and then, so it, I, that was in the back of my mind. And then when he's watching the numbers being drawn, I'm like, it's totally related. Like, yeah. it, it's all coming together. It's all coming together now. I'm slow. I didn't pick up well, on and that. I'm like, they fixed the lottery. <laughs> I mean, I wish I could fix the lottery in my favor. I don't know how. They described how they did it with some kind of gas and some kind of, it went over my All head. All I understood was. But they fixed they it. They painted ping pong balls. They made it work. And sometimes they burn. Yeah. And so they, <laughs> they go to the t- to the TV station where the lottery was being drawn. And the guys there is like, that's impossible. Like, these like briefcases of the ping pong balls are like under lock and key. It rotates, and then in the morning when the lottery's lottery's actually chosen, there's nine briefcases you can choose from. So it's like totally random. Mm-hmm. He's like, "This this is impossible. This is like winning the lottery." <laughs> it is like winning the lottery, but it kind of helps because they know that only two people have access right. to these suitcases. We know that there's only one person who chooses which suitcase they use for the ping pong balls and it's Miranda Vale who is the lotto girl who when we saw her we were like, she looks... I need to. I didn't have time to look up her name but that actress looks She looks so familiar. familiar and for that reason alone I was like, she has to be involved in some Something. way. In some way. So Miranda Vale um, who is just conveniently just walked out the door. Conveniently. Conveniently. So Beckett, of course, goes and runs her down, and she doesn't want to have anything to do, and Beckett finally goes, I have your baby. And she's like, you have Benny? <laughs> and she's, like, crying. It was very emotional. It was very emotional, so. But then he, she also is like, do you have my husband? And we're like, who? <laughs> Plot who, twist. Who's your husband? And he's, she's like, Paul. And we're like, I don't have a Paul. We don't have a Paul. Who's Paul? We have Baby and we have you. We have Cam who died. Of, it's not her husband, thank goodness. Baby and who the heck is Paul? So it turns out that she was, her family was being held as a ransom to yeah. make her fix the lottery. She got a call from some guys. They said, we'll call you and tell you which briefcase to pick. If our numbers don't come up, you will pay. You will be sorry. Exactly. Um, she doesn't know how Benny got away from all this and how Cameron got to Benny at all. Yeah, and now Paul's still missing. This is the part in Castle where it's like boom, boom, Yeah, so we have to figure out how to find Paul and where is Paul. So the only thing that we can connect together is that um, the head of security, Mm -hmm. Walter Dennis, has to be involved because... Somehow. Because he... You need access to that building. Mm -hmm. And so they're like, we need to go back to him. And apparently he was a retired police officer 
who was uh, kind fired. of fired sure. because he was accepting bribes. So he's kind of a dirty cop back in the day. So that's also like kind of his chain, you know, his chain of kind of his there. mo. And then we look up his phone records, and he's been calling the Cameron's car service, the car service, but not. Cameron, because yeah, Cameron, Cameron has died. Dead. So this is over the past couple days that he's been calling there after Cameron's death. So, so then now you're like, like well, oh, who is he talking to? The His boss. boss. And I was like, see, I didn't, I didn't think it was him at all I know, when I originally like, saw him. Yeah. And so we find out that um, the boss found out that um, Cameron, Cameron had this background, yeah. you know, of like being a getaway driver and kind of forced, forced him, him into kind to of this promise that no one was going to get hurt, but then. After he the heist, sees he, Paul and Benny, and he realizes that they're, they they don't really have a plan other than just to kill them. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, I can't, you know, he couldn't live with that. And he tried to get them both out, couldn't, and at least grab Benny, um, and kind of and you died know, because died of for it. him. Yeah, tied for the baby. But at least his wife knows that he is a good guy and that he was trying. He did it for to save yeah. a family. Sucks for her, but. So Beckett and yeah, Beckett and Castle and the whole crew roll up on the the boss at the <laughs> car place, and they find Paul. Happy reunion! Yay, poor Cam though. Poor Cam. He was doing the right thing. He was good guys. I know he turned his life off. around. He was doing, you know, he was sad. doing the right thing. Exactly. So I want to talk about the baby, but before we do that, if you're listening to us on iTunes, make sure you go on and rate us, comment. Give us five stars. Let us know what you like, what you don't like about our show, how we can make it better for you, because we're here to please you guys, and we try to do the best show that we can, and we love your feedback. Also, make sure you check us out on YouTube. You can like us there. You can leave us a comment there and tell us your theories about Castle. We're going to go on a little bit of a hiatus right now, so let us know what you think about the the upcoming wedding, you know, baby talk, a lot of this episode so let us know your thoughts on all of that yeah now let's talk about this baby the baby so throughout the whole episode the baby pops yeah. in and out and, and i just want to awesome. start by saying cosmo is a much better name than benny uh, no offense to any Bennies out there in the world but cosmo is just like a I badass name. castle with this baby so like they find him at the crime scene castle takes him he's like i'll go feed him he comes back into the precinct <laughs> with like Five ba- huge bags of baby supplies. He had an car officer seat. carrying like it all was this amazing, stuff. and he calls himself the Baby Whisperer. <laughs> I was like, I love you. Oh, he's so cute with his baby. And you can just see from the start that Beckett's kind of keeping her distance. Like, oh yeah, you're cute, a little but I'm standoffish. And it's arm's distance away. She kind of plays it off like she doesn't want to get attached because you know. She, the baby's going to go to Child Protective Services and then hopefully be reunited with the family. So she kind of plays it off where you just kind of can't get attached. But then you find out she's not really a baby person. And it re- Castle's not doesn't take it very well. <laughs> he doesn't because he's the baby yeah. whisperer. And he's a RHG, a ruggedly handsome oh, dad. Um, but <laughs> I kind of felt for Beckett in this moment because... I am uncomfortable around super tiny babies as well. Yeah. I don't have any of my own. I've never been the kind of person who's like, oh, give me your baby. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you've so, never had any little babies in your family, like, I have a nephew, so now I'm like, hand them to me, you know? Yeah. Like, but if you didn't, like, yeah, you like wouldn't have friend, the experience. Exactly. My friend had a baby. I went over to visit her. It was, like, a week old. And, you're and like, she's like, here, uh, take him. And I was like, oh, don't give me a baby. 
So I could totally understand where Beckett's coming from yeah. and the whole not wanting to get attached. But then, but you know, you also are just... She also is like keep saying like it'll be different when we have our own and so they're very like straightforward and and open about about, like they're definitely gonna have a kid apparently and i feel like this is the first conversation they've had but it's not that awkward conversation where you have to be like well do you they're doing and you know why because it goes back to the time travel episode my favorite episode of the season (laughs) so far when he said they would have more kids yeah so they believed him because i believe him (laughs) because you believe I believe he was from the future. He was from the future. Um, so, <laughs> Sidetrack, sorry. Yeah. So then I love, too, how when we're at the precinct, um, Ryan comes up and is like, hey, Castle, can I try? Because, you know, this will give me good practice. I His got one coming in like a month. a month. Oh, my gosh. That baby won't stop crying when he gets Ryan's arms. <laughs> Ryan's that. just so awkward. He's like, what am I doing wrong? And then he's having this whole freak out because like, this is very different from the practice baby yeah and he starts having a freak out because you know he thinks he's not ready oh, to be yeah. a dad and esposito was so sweet espo kind of gives him a little pep talk and he's like you know he kind of relates it to being a cop mm-hmm. you you know you go to the academy you do every you know train all you can and then you're not you don't really become a cop until you're like on the force and you're out there and you're learning on the job and he's like and that's what will happen when you're a dad, like, you'll learn when you have it. And he's like, you know, you already care, and that's what matters most. That was the sweetest thing ever. I love them. I love them together. Maybe they should date. Um, <laughs> plot twist. Plot twist. Prediction. Predictions. <laughs> um, so we find out that Child Protective Services can't find anywhere for Cosmo to go that night. So right. instead of sending him off to strangers in, like, a hospital for a bed there, yeah. Castle decides to volunteer him and Beckett. For the job. I loved it. And they had, you know. I, I loved how Beckett tried to get out of it with the lady sitting right there. <laughs> He's just like, she, you don't need background checks? You don't need us to, like, sign papers? And she's like, no. You can stay, he can stay with the NYPD. Like, yeah, that's fine. That's and she's fine. like, oh, God, I'm not getting out of this. <laughs> <laughs> but she ended up being pretty good at it. She had yeah. natural instincts. She was reading the book and it's like, you know, bounce your baby to soothe him. And right. so she runs and gets a yoga ball. And has Cosmo, or has Castle, Castle with Cosmo Cosmo sit on it to bounce him to get him under control. And then he spits up on Castle, and Castle's like, here, take the baby. And she's kind of freaked out for a minute, tries to put him on the floor, tries to put him on a chair. Yeah, I love... Both of us look at each other, so she sets the baby on, like, the couch and gets up, and we're both like, don't leave a baby! Like, they can roll! And she's like, oh. And she, like, jumps in. She's like, has, she has a few things to learn. But I love this little sequence when he has to have his diaper changed. Yeah. And it's like, they're kind of, like, team up, teaming up to make yeah. this happen, and it's like, lotion, diaper. And it's It was like watching really a cute. NASCAR race and them come it, change it the tires real quick, you yeah. know, the pit crew. That's what they're called. They were the diaper pit crew. The diaper pit crew. And they did quite a good job. They make quite a great team. Yeah. And being a good team is always good in a relationship. See. And with babies. And I love that Castle, so the next morning he kind of admits that, well, first Alexis walks in. (laughs) And she's like, how long have I been gone? That That was funny. I chuckled. I did chuckle. It was funny. I thought she was going to be maybe jealous or something. I thought, but yeah. I like that they didn't have her go that route. That, that far. She She's like, been a little dramatic lately, so that would have been a little over the top. But, like, they get back to the precinct, and Castle's like, so I kind of brought Cosmo home kind of selfishly, because when Alexis was born, Meredith wasn't really around. Castle raised her on his own, mm-hmm. and he doesn't want that to happen 
the next time around. And Kate assures him that, like, she will, she's going to be there 100%. Again, saying that they are definitely having a kid. For their child. Yeah. So it's that's like, going to be really cute. When is this happening? Yeah, can we have that happen already? That's going to be Did you get knocked huge... up before the wedding? Oh, boy. Scandal. I like it. A pregnant bride? Come on. Doesn't get better than that. And then I also love during this episode that they're planning Thanksgiving dinner. And Castle opens up the show by telling Beckett, Beckett that every year they dress up. So he got her. She's going to be Pocahontas. Yeah. She's going to be like a pilgrim. Like a pilgrim and, every, and Pie's involved. And everyone's like doing something. They do they costumes. It's a tradition. So we're all like, I'm like looking forward to seeing what they're going to wear. Yeah. And then we get to the Thanksgiving dinner, and I I hit Kate because it's like no one's dressed up, and Beckett's not there. And as soon as she finishes this comment, Beckett walks in and like pigtails Pocahontas get up, and you think like the joke's on her, and she turns she that around. Turns it. She, she knows Castle way too well. She's like, of course I knew you were joking. But here's your pilgrim costume. <laughs> Put it on. And so it was We're really starting funny. a new family tradition. Oh, it was cute. So that was a great way to wrap up the episode yeah. and this part of the season on a happy note. And, you know, looking forward to the rest of it. So let's talk about our predictions for the rest of this. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. So do you want to start with predictions? All right. Well, I guess... My big predictions are the family stuff. So I want planning the wedding. I want the main wedding. Mm-hmm. I still want more Alexis and Beckett bonding. So more of that developing. And I think it's going to happen maybe in the second half of the season. And hopefully it'll lead up to a wedding. Okay. I hope I'm so. going to go with family stuff, too. And this is coming to my head right now. What? I really wanted... Um, Cosmo's family to not be around so they could keep him Aww. just because I thought they were so cute they as a family unit. Um, but now I'm thinking, what if the struggle that they end up encountering is that they have a hard time getting pregnant? Ooh, and maybe eventually they have to adopt, adopt? instead or start fostering. And so that's a good idea. That's maybe how they get. Like maybe that will be a Little struggle after they steps into adopting yeah, the steps and fostering. Into, Adopting and fostering because like they can't that. do it on their own. Maybe how cute would it be is if uh, Ryan asks like Espo to be the godfather once the baby's born. Oh, that would be so cute. And like Espo's not like into kids, and I was, I think he's gonna be like super protective of his little like I'm gonna say nephew. Like, yeah, I mean, he's a nephew. Nephew. And I think that Espo and Lainey should have some babies, oh, too. Oh, that would be good. Because she was really... She's got baby fever. <laughs> Lainey loved Cosmo. Lainey has got baby fever. She's got babies I on the I thought brain. they were going to play that up a little bit. I thought, like, when she was holding Cosmo, like, Espo would walk in and be, like, a little Lingering freaked looks. out. Um, but they didn't, which would have been, I think, a little funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It would have been great. Well, make sure you guys let us know what you think about the episode, about this season. Um, what your predictions are for the future, and where can they find you on social media? So you can find me on Twitter at KDocWolano. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the Tiana Hobson. And you can find AfterBuzz TV on all social media platforms at AfterBuzz TV. Thank you so much for joining us tonight, and we will see you after the holidays. Have a happy holiday. Yeah, happy holidays, guys. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. 
To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.